welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the Christian and the interaction with the world because there are a lot of misconceptions. Uh, the idea is that a, a Christian should be this perfect gentleman, this perfect lady. They should have this perfectly clean mouth and be the nicest person in the room. And the reality is when we are preaching the truth, sometimes we're not necessarily the nicest person in the room. I think particularly the, the current Marxist movement of LGBT and DIA, uh, DEI, you know, there's too many letters and acronyms running around. <laughs> DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion are running around and as a Christian, what are we to do? Well, a Christian, first and foremost, is to stand on the truth. And if a person's running around saying a white person is bad because they're white, then that's, you know, that in and of itself is a problem. And we have to stand up and say, no, we are all created in the image of God. And I got, I have really harsh nude for you guys. Jesus was a white man. Maybe that's why they hate white men, you know. Uh, because, you know, he was a Jew. And Jewish people, while they have slightly darker complexion, they are by no means as dark as an African person, as dark as a typical Native American. They are not even as dark necessarily as a typical, you know, Mexican. And so the reality is, though, is that everybody, everybody is precious in God's sight. You know, and that's that's really the, the, the thing. But as Christ comes to earth, he did not come to make a society of nice people who are perfectly polite. That's not the purpose of bringing the gospel. The purpose of bringing the gospel is to bring people to truth. And we have to recognize that the whole world is openly hostile to the truth. And if we have a command, first and foremost, to speak the truth, it means that we are not going to come off as being nice in every situation and circumstance. And so I wanted to go to this part of scripture which is, illustrates this very interestingly uh, because it's it's really worth bringing up. <clears throat> We're going to be in Matthew chapter 10. We're going to do two sections here. And the intervening part doesn't contradict anything. It's just, it's not specifically relevant to these two parts here and what I wanted to mention. So the first section is Matthew chapter 10 verses 16 to 23. He says, Behold, I send you out as sheep amongst the wolves, so be shrewd as serpents and innocent as doves. But beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts to scourge you in their synagogues. And you will be even be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they hand you over, do not worry about what you will say, for it will be given to you in that hour what you are to say. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Brother will betray brother to death, a father his child, and a children will raise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but it is the one who has endured to the end who will be saved. But whenever they persecute you in one city, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not finish going through the cities of Israel until the Son of Man comes. That is the first section. I want to break it down a little bit. So we're sending out as sheep amongst the wolves, be sure to serpents and innocent as doves. What does this mean? Well, we are going out as God's purveyors of truth among a world that is hostile to the truth. It wasn't always as hostile, and there's times that the world and parts of the world are more hostile to truth and less hostile to the truth. 
speaking mostly in the West. Most of the West is not openly, well, at least wasn't openly hostile to the truth until all of this nonsense starts bleeding into the world. So we are going out as truth purveyors of truth into a hostile world against the truth. And so we have to sit back and say, hey, this is kind of a problem. So what is our task? But beware, because men are going to hand us over to the courts and scourge us. They're going to hand us over. And as we stand on the truth and we sit down and say, I'm sorry, no, you're not a woman, you're a man. This is an objective thing. They're going to hand us over. There are places in United States now that have lost children because they will not, quote unquote, affirm the identity of their children. It's like, who changed this child's diapers? I kind of know what's on, on down under those pants, okay? Uh, if no, the parents kind of know that. All right. And so we are told then um, we're going to be brought before the governors and kings to make a testimony to them. What is our imperative when we do that? We stand on the truth of God. Maybe that's not a good legal defense. Standing on the truth of God sends you in a jail cell in some cases. So be it. God has called you thus to a prison ministry. Stand over it. When they hand us over, we're not to worry about it. It is not us who speak, but it is the Father who speaks in us. So don't be worried about this deep preparation. It'll be like, uh, you know, sit back and say, God, you tell me what to say. And then you let the truth speak. And if you get punished for your truth, praise God, you are considered worthy of abuse for the sake of our Lord and Savior. And this is the part I wanted to look into. We're going to look at another part that expands on this more. Brother will betray brother to death and father his child. Children will raise up his parents and parents cause them to put to death. This is what happens in a Marxist society. And this is what they're trying to do right now. You're a good Christian person. Your children being raised by the public schools. That's why I need to get them out of the public schools. Your children being raised by the public schools. They are being taught to snitch on you. They're being taught to lie about uh, to you. They're being taught to turn you over for your wrong thing. And many times now, if you take your child to the doctor, the pediatrician will ask your child a series of questions. One of those questions is, are there guns in the house? What in the world does that have to do with the health of the child? What does that have to do with the health of the child? It's none of your business. So teach your kids. You got guns in the house? It's none of your business. Now that might be very well become code for this guy's a crazy white supremacist or something. But hey, we got to stand on the truth anyway. And it's, you know, the, the gun in your house is not a health concern of the child. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're being asked to snitch. You will be hated by all men because of my name. But it is the one who is endured to the end who will be saved. See, it is not a point in time that we make a, a profession of salvation to Christ that makes us saved. This is the concept of easy believism, the free grace movement, that once a person says this prayer, they're saved. They can go off and live the most sinless life, completely hostile towards God the whole rest of their life. Oh no, he, I know he's saved. I remember talking to a pastor of this movement, a purveyor of this movement. He's sitting there, I know my kids are saved, but they're just living for the world right now. Oh, it's so sad, but they're saved. I know they're going to be in heaven. No, they're not. They're going to be in hell. You got to get it through them. Because it's not a point in time of making a prayer of salvation. It's those who persevere, trust, and have faith in God to the end. Okay? Those who endure to the end will be saved. Over and over in Scripture, it is those who have endured who will be saved. Whenever they persecute one city, flee to the next. This is the idea in our modern world. This isn't as much the type of persecution we had then. But this is why I'm such a stickler on privacy. Why we 
need to cast off social media and Facebook and Google only dipping into those evil arenas at the period of time that we must in order to convey our message. But we should not live our lives in there like the Gentiles also do. Okay, these things are hostile towards us. And once the Marxism takes over, it takes a certain threshold in the government, boom, those people who do these things are thus now banned and the big tech allows them to find it. That's a, ge the, a geofence warrant. You know, I'm not going to be caught up in a geofence warrant because I don't have Google or Apple on my any of my devices. These devices that, that can connect to these cell towers, what they'll do with a geofence warrant is they'll go out and they'll say, you know, who is in this region? Well, they'll come over and geofence a church. So let's give us all of the information. If you bring your, your phone into a church that has an iOS account or a Google account signed into that device, they know if, who is in that church based on that Google profile. If you're signed into your Chrome browser with your Google profile and you're visiting all these Christian websites, they know that you are a Christian based on the type of sites you're at based on the type of interaction you do. And as soon as that becomes illegal, they know who you are and where you are. But we have to, if they persecute you in one city, move to the next. You can't do that if they're tracking you. And that is why it's so important to consider uh, privacy elements. Well, this is why I spend so much time talking about that, particularly on my other channel. We have a couple more verses here that tie back into that one important section. Verses 34 through 36. Do not think I come to bring peace on the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I came to set a, a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Okay, that is what is going on in our current world. Our households. When our households are out here, the, the, uh, the issue that we have is that... Um, we think that the Christianity is just to have this perfect, nice, and wonderful family. No, we are going to be betrayed against one another. We are going to have some serious issues in our families. We are going to get to this point where we do not recognize, we do not recognize that Christ came for truth. He didn't come to unify the whole world. He came to divide it among the point of truth. The sword, the Bible, the scripture, it is a double-edged sword. It cuts going down, it cuts coming out. And that is what the truth does. The, member, the man's enemies will be the members of his own household because our world becomes so hostile towards the truth that people will turn in their family members rather than stand on truth. So with that, that is what I wanted to mention. Let me know your thoughts about all this kind of stuff. It sounds a little bad, but the reality is stand on that truth and you will be fine. With that, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is OurWalkInChrist.com.